the tenth day of the month. Note then the kindness and the severity of God, severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness toward you, provided you continue in his kindness. Romans 11, verse 22. Today we consider kindness as a fruit of the Spirit. Kindness is one of those virtues we often seek to attain by deciding to do so. I will be more kind this year is a typical New Year's resolution, but it is broken as readily as it is made. For true kindness is a response of the heart, not a resolve of the will. It is the kindness of God toward us that engenders genuine and lasting kindness from us to others. To God's kindness, we react with an enlarged spirit that makes us both more aware of the needs of others and more ready to respond as we have occasion. While we may well examine ourselves by asking what opportunities of kindness we have missed or what occasions for kindness we might yet find, it serves us better to ask, what kindness has God shown to me in forgiving my sin, in providing for my needs, in granting me hope and everlasting life. How can I express my gratitude for this unmerited goodness of God? By this means, we continue in God's kindness. As Paul puts it, rather than trying to institute our own kindness as a personal achievement to be attained by human determination. Opening Prayer Generous God, What goodness you show to us day by day. Your mercies never come to an end. Like manna, they are renewed every morning. Great is your faithfulness. It is from you then that we learn kindness and hospitality. It is to honor and thank you that we extend to others the gifts you bestow upon us. Accept what we offer as a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving and grant that we may continue in your kindness forever. Through Christ, who upon the cross made known most fully the extent of perfect love. Amen. Psalm 100 On your feet now, applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into his presence. Know this, God is God and God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. We're his people, his well-tended sheep. Enter with the password, thank you. Make yourselves at home, talking praise. Thank him, worship him. For God is sheer beauty, all generous in love, loyal always and ever. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 41, verses 1 through 16. Coastlands, listen to me in silence and let the people gain new strength. Let them come forward, then let them speak. Let us come together for judgment. Who has aroused one from the east, whom he calls in righteousness to his feet? He delivers up nations before him and subdues kings. He makes them like dust with a sword, as the wind-driven chaff with his bow. He pursues them, passing on in safety, by a way he had not been traversing with his feet. Who has performed and accomplished it, calling forth the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, am the first and the last. I am he. The coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and have come. Each one helps his neighbor and says to his brother, Be strong! So the craftsman encourages the smelter, and he who smooths metal with the hammer encourages him who beats the anvil, saying of the soldering, It is good. 
and he fastened it with nails so that it will not totter. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, descendant of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who are angered at you will be ashamed and dishonored. Those who continue with you be as nothing and will perish. You will seek those who quarrel with you, but will not find them. Those who war with you will be as nothing and not existent. For I am the Lord your God, who upholds your right hand, who says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Do not fear, you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I'll help you, declares the Lord, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I have made you a new, sharp, threshing sledge with double edges. You will thresh the mountains and pulverize them, and will make the hills like chaff. You will winnow them, and the wind will carry them away, and the storm will scatter them. But you will rejoice in the Lord, you will glory in the Holy One of Israel. From the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them we, too, all formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God... Being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the surprising riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. From the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 1, verses 29 through 45. And immediately after they came out of the synagogue, they came into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was lying sick with a fever, and immediately they spoke to Jesus about her. And he came to her and raised her up, taking her by the hand, and the fever left her, and she waited on them. When evening came, after the sun had set, they began bringing to him all who were ill and those who were demon-possessed, and the whole city had gathered at the door. And he healed many who were ill with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he was not permitting the demons to speak, because they knew who he was. In the early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went away to a secluded place and was praying there. Simon and his companions searched for him. They found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. He said to them, Let us go somewhere else to the towns nearby, so that I may preach there also, for that is what I came for. And he went into their synagogues throughout all Galilee, preaching and casting out the demons. And a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him and falling on his knees before him, saying, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he sternly warned him and immediately sent him away. And he said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, 
but go, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news around to such an extent that Jesus could no longer publicly enter a city, but stayed out in unpopulated areas, and they were coming to him from everywhere. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Mike Long. Eternal God, we seek clarity and reassurance in a bewilderingly complex world. Grant us the patient trust that will enable us to sense your hand in the emergent, the ambiguous, the random, and the fragile. Give us courage to embrace your vulnerability seen in Jesus Christ. May your Spirit help us to understand it is amid the darkness that your light can be seen most clearly. Attune the eyes of faith so that we can detect and follow the glimpses of your kingdom's radiance. In the still, dark night of our days, may we behold galaxies of divine light and love and be captivated by the vision of your glory. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.